are live. JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candy Man. And today, you're in for something very special. Please welcome to the show, Stephanie Woodford and our guest artist, Noah Frank. How was the commute over here? It was whack. <laughs> Couldn't Man. even get to Bart. Man, oh let me just say, Bart can be horrible. Gosh, yeah. I know that commuting, commuting can be tough sometimes. I don't know. I, uh, the Muni and um, with Bart, are just we're so populated here. You know, there's just such an abundance. Yeah. So I know you have a lot of exciting things happening. Um, gosh, the crowd is just going crazy right now. Um, <laughs> with uh, this new EP release in Ocean yeah. Ale House tomorrow. I love that place. That's great. Yeah. So wh- how was the whole process behind making this EP? How did how long did it take? <laughs> oh, I can't say how long it took because I don't I mean, each song took a different amount of time to record but at, at Noah's studio. And uh, so when we did each song, it's like a different process for each song to record. One song didn't take as long. One song took longer than usual. But they were all processed and they were all fun to record last year when we did it towards the end of the year. Yeah, gosh, I see you guys out there. I mean, I've seen Stephanie everywhere. You're like on the streets of these farmer's markets. Yep. And you're just, you're really hustling. That's the San Francisco life as an artist, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys have, for this, uh, for this one of one of these songs, you know um, it had done a trumpet part in it. Yeah, That's pretty cool. It was. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what time is the uh, Ocean Ocean Hill? I didn't. So, if anyone, if you don't know where Ocean Hill House is, it's right in Ingleside, sort of an Ocean Avenue. Um, but what time does that start? It starts at seven p.m. Get there early for a good seat. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a great spot. There's something that's really intimate about that place. I've seen a lot of really good. Uh, I've even seen some spoken poetry there that I was yep. impressed with. Get lit. That's what they call it. Get yes. lit. Oh, wow. I want to get lit right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. So um, I know that this is so exciting. And, uh, you, you know, you just um, finished up the CP that's coming out tomorrow. And so uh, you have this song called uh, Jealousy. Uh, which I, I really like the name of it and how it's spelled. Yeah, it's like a, clarify. It's, like a, it's called Jealous C. <laughs> it's like a riddle. It's like it could be, yeah. So, yeah, we want to just jump into uh, the song with uh, Stephanie Woodford. It's called Jealous C. Yours are both good 
with yourself, out of control with your intimacy. Right now, I'm stuck in the jealousy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. That was a great, great song. Your voice is awesome. Thank you. It's very full. The trumpet part to that is great. Thank you. Yeah. Go here, the trumpetist right here. Yeah. The yeah. all time quarterback. What you play everything, huh? No, I just play the trumpet. <laughs> so modest. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. No, but the trumpet playing fit the vibe of that song. Yeah, that was great. And so where this is filmed, so I know that you're on, you have a YouTube channel as well, so that's where we actually played this from. Yeah. So is that Stephanie L. Woodford? That's my it? Instagram. That's your Instagram, <laughs> okay. My, my, my YouTube is just Stephanie Woodford. Nice. Stephanie with a PH. PhD? <laughs> <laughs> Play your hate and agree. 
That's what I tell people. It's like, hey, did you go to college? <laughs> yeah, I got a PhD. <laughs> I think that's the way that um, P. Diddy, or um, yeah, P. Diddy and Biggie Smalls and my mom is super into that. They had a player hate degree. That's great. PhD player hate degree for everyone that's <laughs> out there, right? Nice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, I just I wanted for our listeners, I mean, for myself too, that to hear your story and how you evolved and to being. This, you know this amazing singer songwriter you know now this ep release this is such a this is so much fun so how did it start well let's just say it started when i was born literally because when i was born the doctor handed me over to my father and he looked at my hands and noticed that i had long fingers and he decided that i would start playing the piano and I would be a musician. He decided from that. So when I was four, he started teaching me what he knew. That is one of the cutest stories I ever hear, heard here. That is so <laughs> sweet. You just were born to, to play. Yeah. Does your dad play? He plays a little bit. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He was taking lessons before I was born. And, and, and he started teaching me when I was four. And then when I was six, and he had me play for his piano teacher, they both decided it was a good idea to get me to start taking lessons at the San Francisco Conservatory of Music. So I started there when I was six playing classical piano and taking musicianship classes and blah, blah, blah. And uh, But after a while, I decided I didn't want to play classical piano anymore. I still dabble in it. I do. But I... Like jazz and R&B and pop music and all of that stuff. So I decided I wanted to get into that. And my dad started helping me find a piano teacher to help me with that. And I still took composition classes at the conservatory. That's when I got into that, writing my own music. Composition classes at the conservatory. And then in high school, I had my first big band piece premiered with the jazz band. I was the first student at the high school to do that. Go Wildcats. I went to SI. Nice. Uh, Shout out to SI. And I didn't actually start like writing songs with lyrics until recently, last year. When they admit something about myself, I get crazy writer's block. It's actually hard for me to write lyrics, but when they come... And I start thinking about what I want to write about, and I just write out my emotions. That's what that's what you hear with the songs that are going to be on my EP. Yeah, I think oh, a yeah. lot of folks out there and could relate to writer's block. You know, but when it all works out, that feeling with that time where it works out, all the the lyrics and everything that you have, and the song when it all comes together, it's like this magical feeling for lack of a better word i feel like there's some adrenaline behind it too it's like yeah this is awesome when everything just clicks and um yeah i just six years old you gotta wow so that's basically your whole life pretty much it's a lifetime of work so much fun you guys want to take some calls huh anybody out there (laughs) to uh (laughs) yeah Stephanie Woodford and Noah Frank and um, JW, the candy man here. Uh, we're at 805-869-8210. That's 805-869-8210. If you want to call in, 
we could have a fun time here talking about San Francisco. So the life of a, of a San Francisco native, gosh, I can't imagine just from then when you were four years old in San Francisco and picking up piano and what it was like back then to what it is now and all, everything that is, has changed except you and how you're still playing piano that's something that's just like like a time capsule it's like it goes back to the the day you were born and now you're doing this ep tomorrow at ocean ale house yeah there's something that is really warm about that place i feel like it's like you could be an artist you know and a true artist and you go up there like a poet or a singer songwriter and you're not going to get you know people are pretty i felt like yeah that's that's my vibe i like that one time i think (laughs) Do you guys know Drum Bum in the Sun? Did you ever meet? It's an actual real person. Um, and uh, gosh, he he had he's a poet, and so he was reading um, you know this this script. And so there's this time where it was just like oh, and then somebody went up and played piano, and there's like this all this improv, and they have those jazz nights too, right? Those jazz jam nights. Yep. Yeah. Yes, no, it's jazz jam. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, so I know there's a lot of. Um, fun songs on this EP. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of what is a, you have jealousy and what is it? What's the next song you want to play? About Black Widow. Black Widow. I'm going to leave this song out for interpretation because I keep getting asked who this song is about. I'm going to tell you right now, no, it is not about the president, but it's I'll leave it about. open for interpretation. You can figure out who you want it to be about. I think that would be an orange widow. <laughs> Here we go. This is fun. All right. So this is uh, Stephanie Woodford live, Mutiny Radio.
Cause you feel ashamed You just couldn't put me down You just got to be on top Fake power all around You try to play on nice Like you got nothing to hide But the truth is you got hatred Way deep down inside Down inside your soul You got a black hole Filled with all the lies and pain You hide and blame on everyone else Got to have someone believe your lies So you can feel a sense of pride It's in your eyes You want attention You want praise You want all of the world But you can't handle when it ain't all about you Black widow too headstrong Can't ever be wrong Fake truth in everything you do Wow. That song had so much feeling and so much emotion in it. Yeah. And it was I a fun like, song to put together. I feel like that's uh makes it fun too with the 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 name of the song and the lyrics it's like I feel like I want to figure out what it's about like you'd yep, mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll leave that open to interpretation. Yeah, that's fun. It's always to keep it keep it um exciting. So I know the the whole recording process. So you'd record it in the the vocals in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. The YouTube video is pretty pretty awesome too. Yeah, it turned out good. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean you. We are we have a guest artist uh, Noah Frank. What's your story? <laughs> I mean I know I kind of heard about it, but wow, I know you're modest. But um, how long have you been recording for? Oh, I've been recording since 2008 wow so a little over 10 years it's hard to believe that that's 10 years ago now yeah right? i know uh-huh. right yeah and then like to referring to last decade as the tens Ooh. there's something about that that's just kind of funny to me the i don't tens. know man i know and here we are the roaring 20s <laughs> you guys are one of the oh, first boy, the shows roaring of the 20s. decade yeah forget this yeah oh dope. yeah so um 
being, I mean, I know that you, you have this, so you're playing everywhere. You guys are playing everywhere. Where else are you guys playing? I mean, I'm just. Oh, where else are we playing? Yeah. We're playing at um, Zingari restaurant downtown every Tuesday from 7.30 to 10.30. Um, And then we have a couple other shows coming up. We're at the Ocean Ale House tomorrow from 7 to 10. And then we're at Sheba Lounge in the Fillmore next month. We're at Gene Subtle Plaza in the Fillmore next month. Wow. So there's always something going on. I feel like when you're that much of a, a hustler and you're just like really just doing it, it's impossible. I mean, like for me, I just feel like if I'm not connected with someone on social media to send someone a text about every show I'm going to do would be intrusive almost, right? It's just like when it's your life and all that you're doing, you know, especially, you know, yeah, so much. It's really fun. You really got, you guys seem like you're having a really good time too. Yeah. 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 It is fun. It is. (laughs) Yeah. The whole, um, Gosh, I feel like that's 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 great, you know, because if you're writing all this music, I feel like, and the lyrics are kind of afterthought, and, and there's some kind of place where it blends together, and um, I don't know, like your songwriting process is great. I always like to hear other you know, artists and their songwriting process. I feel like, for me, <laughs> I just kind of improv and just like say whatever spews out of me at the time and then I'll kind of like go back like oh that's cool but that's kind of bonehead and and kind of go like try to pick it apart and and do that but um with with jazz like I could definitely hear the jazz and the the classical and I feel like it's all your story and everything just kind of it correlates that so yeah <laughs> yeah so life in San Francisco as an artist 2020 yeah it's tough it's tough to make to make enough money to be in san francisco yeah man we did actually we did the calculations because i read i read an article that said if you want to buy a house in sf right now you need to be making like three hundred thousand dollars a year so we did the math so we were like well if i if most gigs if an average gig pays a hundred dollars then you got to play eight gigs a day every day of the year to be making enough to uh, buy a house in San Francisco. I think that's possible. Yeah, eight gigs a day. Yeah. 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon. Eight gigs a day. Eight gigs. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, just like, you'd have to be out. I feel like a lot of venues aren't even open at that time. So you'd have to, like, be busking or something. Yeah. Yeah. Busking. Do you guys guys busk? I know I've seen... I've seen you walk. I've walked by you so many times. It's so funny. I'm just like, oh yeah, see me busk a lot. I do the farmers market at least once a month, mm-hmm. busking, uh, and yeah, there's a lot of places I'll busk at. Noah busks a lot. Where's I mean, I don't yeah. want to give it. I but ask, actually, I don't really, I don't really busk that much out here. But I live half the year in New York, and I busk in. I have a spot in Central Park that I busk in, at 69th and Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. So that's where I like to busk at. That's really fun. My mom's from Hell's Kitchen. Oh, really? Yeah. I was joking around with her when I moved. Got my spot in the Tenderloin, uh, when I first moved to the city, 
And I was telling her, he's like, this ain't no hell's kitchen. There's no kitchen. <laughs> right. It's really ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. that's really cool. That's awesome to be able to have that, to be able to go and be a musician in New York. And, you know, I it's great, too, because I feel like since you're here and, like, you're somebody that's there and you're here, do you see any difference between obviously busking in New York versus San Francisco? Is there like, is there a big difference? Oh yeah, there's a big difference. There's a big, big difference. Because New York, New York is like overflowing with musicians. There's so many musicians in New York. So busking in New York has always been like a real part of New York culture. And when you see people busking in New York, for the most part, you usually see um, just professional musicians that they need to make, you know, some extra money for their rent and stuff. So the level of busking in New York is much, much higher. Like I remember seeing, um, I would see people get on the subway and play like a violin concerto just for like one stop on the subway and then get off and go to the next car and like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen someone play like a whole violin concerto on BART before? I one time did. Oh, um, you did. His yeah. name's Oliver. Um, I don't know if that? you've seen him. He's actually well, not in New York. So New, I feel like New York, and like you were saying, it's it's a whole different thing where you know it's accepted. It's a part of the culture. People are playing music on the street. Yeah. And all everywhere. And then San Francisco. If you're playing on the street, I don't know. Like last night. I was in the Tenderloin. I went to a friend's comedy show. I actually saw Pam um, at, was it Edna in a Bottle? That was a great show. Shout out to that and the piano fight. But I had my guitar on me and I was walking down the street playing. And these people are scared for their life. Like, they're scared shitless, man. They're just like, there's somebody playing guitar and he's walking. (laughs) Oh my God. It's just like, whoa. I feel like, and you know what, I'd be, you know, that's great that you, but I feel like busking is, is, is an art and I feel like another, like you said, New York, Nashville, Tennessee, there's people out playing on the street all the time. Yeah. You know, if you're out here playing on the street, you're automatically like in the category of how does this person afford to live here or, you know, or right. something right. where it's, it's definitely not, I feel like we could break that bias. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. We could do it. Cool to see more cool busking going on in the city. We have yeah. enough people. We have enough people in our community that we could we could do it. We could orchestrate it. But um, I have a hard time sitting still. And I know with the piano, it's kind of hard to like, unless you have a keytar, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't like moving around and no one could see. But um, with the guitar, like, you could kind of run around with it and do some mm-hmm. weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And so someone could like be playing piano and then like with, with Trump trumpet too. I mean like you're probably not going to be able to run and jog and play <laughs> at the same time, but you could like kind of walk and like do it. I, um, yeah. I had this idea and I, to, uh, kind of like take over an intersection. Oh my God. Do it Britney Spears style <laughs> with, like, with like a wireless headphone. Mm. Can you, with signs. <laughs> I had somebody on the show, Neil Nyberg uh, from Nalamora. It's another band. Yeah. around and It's cool. And then the next person I have on the show, I'm going to talk about how you, I mean, you know, it's so cool. We have a community here. It's here. Yeah. And uh, so he, this guy from uh, Neil Nyberg from Nalamora, he has these signs that he carries around. <laughs> Just like, it's so, uh-huh. I was like, can you imagine like taking over your intersection and like, 
having these signs and going around and I don't know, like for, for busking, I feel like that's something that with time too, that's really kind of changed um, because people don't carry cash around like they used to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So all the buskers have Venmo QR oh, codes yeah. now. Yeah. That's yeah. the new move for the buskers to have the QR code that you can scan to go for people to donate to your Venmo. Yeah. Wait, what's your Venmo? Ven- my Venmo? Yeah. Just look up my name, Stephanie Woodford. Stephanie Woodford, you guys. Yeah, Venmo her. Donate. Venmo. Donate. <laughs> donate to me on Venmo, PayPal. Hey. Anywhere. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But we're trying we're trying to like um we're kind of trying to move up from the busking also. Yeah. You know, do our busking, but then also kind of move up in the world of gigging cuz that's a little bit a little bit easier on us. It can be a lot of work busking for your living. It really can be. Me, I have to bring all my equipment. That's a lot. So Yeah. No, piano is I love piano. Yeah. To lug around a keyboard is Yo, definitely a little more. I got that little guitar right there, so I'm able to Nice. You know. Yo, my homie used to push a upright piano around the streets of Manhattan to busk. That's badass. It was like madness. I've seen it in Venice too. You know, we could probably yeah, do, it. do it. We got enough head and we got enough bodies around you know and i think we could yeah it will happen yeah we'll do it we'll listen to this like six months from now like oh shit we were talking about this but um the uh what was i going to say yeah no so what's funny you know so i knew that too so the for the whole music thing with myself is that i knew that i wasn't going to be able to eat necessarily not eat but um do the music thing full time. Cause I had tried it, you know, and went away to college and started an independent record label. Um, and it, uh, it was tough. I mean, like, and to live in San Francisco, just doing that full time. I knew. So what I did is I came up with the idea of building a mobile recording studio, which is something that I did. But the idea was to sell and distribute coffee out of huh. the car because I knew that people <laughs> need, people need coffee every day. Right. Oh yeah. God. So I came up with the idea of doing that. And then I ended up recording training seminars for these businesses. I rolled up in this mobile recording studio and it's like, okay, we record these. And there was, yeah. So, I mean, the recording is, is a, is a big thing, but I could see maybe potentially like with busking, if you had like something for sale too. Yeah. 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 Or a CD or a, I got into guitar pick earrings recently. I don't oh, have my guitar. Yeah. It's so funny. I was at this open mic and someone was like, oh yeah, that, that girl, you know, she was had these guitar pick earrings. I'm like, that was me, but that's cool. You know, I feel like it's cool. I feel like it, it's nice to make guitar pick earrings are fun, yeah. you know, and it's not too crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I was having a lot of difficulty busking. I tried to busk downtown on Monday this week. And I hit like five different spots and it just like wasn't happening at all. And then we finally started, we were busking at Civic Center BART and we had a spot where we got like a little momentum going, like we made like 10 bucks or something. And then this guy just came and he just started like prepping this needle right across from us. Like he was getting ready to shoot this needle up and we were like, all right, we got to go. That's it. Oh, right no. here. Wow. Civic so, Center is an interesting BART station. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, and I feel like, too, you know, 
living in the Civic Center area before I moved out to Bernal Heights, there was times where I felt like I thought it was getting better, and then it just gets way worse. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, mean, I think I mentioned, you know, there's somebody I had on the show that is doing a transitional housing. And so that's what it is. Mm, is that everyone's, there's plenty of folks out there that are homeless that are college educated, too. Right. There's so many things, and every situation is different. And there's been a lot of, you know, uh, generous donations, but you can't just throw money at it. Yeah. There's like mental, you know, thing going on. Well, that's the thing is that every time they, every time the politicians get together to talk about homelessness, they're always talking about money. But the problem is you need all these people, you you need all these people to actually commit to like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to save all these people from the streets. I'm going to be a caseworker for all these people. Like the money is just the the tip of the iceberg. Kind of need like people to really go out and like fight that battle. Yeah. So I know both the both of you have uh, been here. Your natives have been here your whole life. Yep. Was it always this that bad? The homelessness was it was it bad from the beginning or? I I definitely I remember back when I was a teenager. Seem pretty similar to what it is now, but it seems like it got worse. It does seem like it got worse. Like I go, I didn't used to be able to walk down the street just to go like shopping and see a homeless person sleeping. Like I see more of that just in my neighborhood now. I feel like maybe I feel like one point that I remember where it seemed like it was getting worse was when they were doing the Occupy Wall Street protests, and like you would just see like hell, a hell of people just out protesting you know like tented up at Embarcadero or wherever seemed like after that that kind of seemed like I don't know it seemed like there was more homelessness after that era after like 2012 or so but maybe not I don't know I was actually shocked too I I feel like you know we were just mentioning like playing on the street in San Francisco and how it is there's this stigma about it it's just like we're just like artists right but uh, a lot of these tent organizations, you know, organizations, tent shelters that I've seen, they're actually a lot more organized than you'd think. Um, like the one on, was it Cesar Chavez, like Renner of the Freeway? I kind of walked by there and obviously, you know, at first glance, you're kind of just thinking like, oh my God, what's going on there? But it seemed like pretty organized. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they're start. I think they're starting to organize that stuff but yeah i know some super capable people who are homeless too you would never never guess that like just real smart and talented and with it and also no home wow crazy yeah there's got to be some others i think like couch surfers or like artist couch surfers or there's got to be something like that because i feel like for maybe not necessarily just me but for other people out there it's just like to to meet other artists that maybe you have you know I don't know I uh my friend um he was a, he had a, a drummer move in from uh, was it Wisconsin that was interesting like to be able to recruit and be able to have the place to like you know have someone crash and put together a band um I don't know you know Vincent Van Gogh was a uh, homeless too I don't know if you really? know that. I yeah didn't know that. I didn't know that either yeah there's so many so. I feel like what it is is like we're really not us necessarily, but people that you point at it's like homelessness and it's like 
instead of like homelessness, it's like it has this really bad thing about it. But right. Well, I think I was talking to my friend about this the other day, though. I think there are different different uh, lanes and avenues of homelessness, though, because there's like a lot of people who are living homeless who really got themselves together, you know, and they're they're sober and they're they know how to act, you know, they know how to carry themselves, all that. But then you got the other side of the people that are just like going crazy with doing street drugs all the time and they're it's like you can't I don't know, it's hard to sometimes it's hard to live, you know, or it's hard to work downtown when there's so much of downtown that's just like people doing street drugs all the time. It's that's like a different kind of homelessness right there. Yeah. yeah. Like sixth and mission right there. Yeah, and I feel like that's what yeah. it is. That's that's a really interesting area, you know, because it's not technically the tenderloin, but it feels like the tenderloin. Yeah. And it's funny, I don't know what they're calling this place now, is it used to be called Show Dogs. Oh, yeah. Showdown. Showdown. Yeah. That's what yeah. So I looked it up at one time because I had a friend that played in this was many years ago. It's called something else now, I think. Yeah, they, yeah. But on the site, it said the neighborhood was the Tender Roma. <laughs> and I was like, Roma. oh my gosh. It's like Tender Knob, except instead of Knob Hill, it's Tender Soma, like Soma, Tender uh, Roma. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know what kind of aroma you're talking about there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting part of town and i know i feel like the rincon hill in that area is pretty clean for the most part um where the salesforce tower is i'd be curious to just flash back in time see what it was like 20 years ago yeah well i think partly the bay area has always been kind of like a haven for homelessness because i think a lot of other cities don't really tolerate homelessness in the same way that the Bay Area does. So I think it's been like that for many decades. Yeah. Well, you know what is, I feel like with art, we could do something for that. I mean, because mental health and I feel like art therapy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we got a little art therapy here. Want to play Step Away, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. This is step one of Stephanie Woodford's song here. It's called Step Away. We are live here at Mutiny Radio, Stephanie Woodford.
It's a great close. I love that. That harmony with your vocals. Yeah. That was fun trying to figure that out. <laughs> I feel like recording is an art in itself, most <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Wow. So there's all these things happening all at once, all around us, and we're just just doing it. Yeah. Making music. Yeah. Playing shows, getting on the street. Yeah. I don't see very many people getting on the street now, so that I feel like that that is something to Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, man, <laughs> the busking culture in New York was hella inspiring to me. Cause there's all these professional musicians out there that'll busk like all day and then they'll go play a show at night. Like instead of just like, Oh, I have a show tonight, I'll just wait till my show, like They'll just go out and they'll busk for like five hours and then mm-hmm. go to their show. It's cool, cool culture. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, I think, uh, so I, I, Manny's music, I don't think it's in business anymore, but I was, I went back, last time I was in New York was in 2008. Uh, and I bought a guitar because this place was going out of business. It was like a tacky mean guitar. And it was like, I got it for like 300 bucks. It was normally like a thousand. <coughs> and, uh, I was busking around. I was always in band, so to just be myself playing and singing was kind of intimidating. I feel like at the time, I remember like playing out by John Lennon's Imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was so cool. That's that so a, that's the other side of the park from my spot. My spot's on the east side. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> the Lower East. Are you the Lower East? No, my well, <laughs> the busking spot I have in New York is on the Upper East Side at 69th and Fifth Avenue. That's, let me that's know. A, that's where I, I spent the spot. Yeah, that's yeah. where I spent my entire summer. I was there for six months straight. That's pretty awesome. That is so cool that you have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I feel like I could. That's inspiring. Yeah, <sighs> because to be able to do that, I mean, do you have an apartment here? Or are you? Nope. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have any uh, any? You know, nothing holding you back there. Nothing. <sighs> Yeah, I think most people out there, a lot of people listening, they could relate. When you have rent control in San Francisco, it's like yeah. once you leave, you're you're just done. Oh, yeah. You know, you got rent control. You got to hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm at now. So I had turned my place because I have this big private roof deck, and um, I have the neighbors in on it too. I think that's the number one thing. Like you could have something really cool going on, but if your neighbors aren't cool with it it's not gonna work you know so i got really lucky and i have to say thank all the good neighbors out there thank you for all the i mean be a good neighbor you know i mean someone's like playing a little piano a little trumpet you know right ah yeah so luckily you know i am i'm the candy professional so i went and talked to all my neighbors and gave them a bunch of candies and be like, Hey, we're going to do a show. I always put my mom in there though. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, my mom's, my mom's going to be here. <laughs> Everything's all right. If your mom is there, it's cool. Right. And you could do it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. 
So I, um, so recently, uh, just because of the weather conditions, because it's more of an outdoor kind of place, I had, yeah, brought it, you know, inside somewhere else. And we, we had done a, a show um, at a different venue and the, the neighbors weren't down with it. So I just, to find good neighbors is, is tough, so. Yeah, I don't have good neighbors. <laughs> my neighbor is a policeman. They used to come over to my house all the time to complain about the music. And then eventually they just gave up because they realized that we were never going to stop making music. So they just gave up. Now we just live right next to each other and never talk to each other. <laughs> I had a bunch of different kind of neighbors. I have a very nice neighbor right now, actually, and I'm grateful for that because the neighbor before her was a, a piece of shit. Don't let <laughs> me saying she was. I don't, I'm not even playing. But uh, I have had neighbors who, instead of just coming to me and telling me that the piano was too loud or something like that, they go straight to our landlord who owns the building I live in. And just complain to them and then have them come to us with some paperwork. And we'll be like, either either you're scared of black people or you're just dumb enough not to talk to your neighbor. Like, talk to your neighbor. Right. Like, there was no reason to do that. I went through that a lot with my piano playing. Came to an agreement with them about that. But, yeah, it can be hard with neighbors sometimes. Gotta have the good neighbors. Yeah. So you've gotten the cops called on you a couple of times. I mean, I think a lot of people, if you're playing music, you've gotten the cops called on you. I got the cops calling me one time. And uh, I was in San Luis Obispo. And uh, somebody knocked on the garage door. And I'm just like, oh, it's, you know, it's my, my roommate or, you know, maybe a friend that, you know, is walking by because I live close to the campus at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. It ended up being a cop. And he said that he received a noise cl- complaint that there was a band playing. But I was the only one there. Oh, my God. <laughs> you must have been doing a lot. You were, like, playing all the instruments at <laughs> once. All the instruments at once, just doing all the horns and everything else. So ridiculous. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's tough. Now, here, let me ask you a question. Because I was walking through the mission the other day, and I... Sp- went on this hella long walk through the mission and I was like this is crazy I was like I've been walking through the mission for like an hour and I have not heard any music anywhere so I'm, I was wondering like where is the live music at in the mission these days so funny enough um I know we're I think we're connected on Instagram now but so on my Instagram story now is that there was a they had this co-op um show um, and this uh, church on the corner it was, it was on 15th uh, Street in Julian. So it's around the corner. It's an evangelistus church. And so they gave away, you know, a bunch of vegetables and, you know, and they had food there and some bands that I never heard of before. And so that was that was unique. And it was in a church. So you can imagine the acoustics. Wow. Imagine what the trumpet would sound like. And they're pretty badass. Totally. They had an organ too. Oh, wow. I was tempted. I was just a like, real okay. organ. I had a control. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. I wish um, I could play the organ. I need to learn that. Yeah. Well, you, you, I mean, if you play piano, you could probably figure it out pretty easily, pretty naturally, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but with my little guitar, I bring it, I bring it everywhere. And every time that I don't, I like regret it. I'm like, why didn't I bring my guitar? And so I was um, at one point playing 
was it on Van Ness? It must have been Van Ness and 15th. And so that right there, and you know, there's some, you know, newer yeah. apartment complex called Terra. That's right there. So just one of those super where bougie. Goodwill, where Goodwill was. Maybe there was a Goodwill there too, but there is a, definitely a homeless. You know, I think homelessness is stigmatizing. I say questionably housed. There's a lot of questionably housed there. And I was playing um, playing guitar on the street, kind of like by my car. And I think at first people are just kind of shocked and they're just staring at you like, what is going on? Are you afraid of me? Or right. Because that's what I was wondering because I remember like, I don't know, like 15 years ago or something, I remember if I would walk through the mission, like, people would actually play music like just in their houses and stuff like you would hear like latin music that people were just like jamming in their houses and you would hear you know music and stuff and now 2020 i was like i haven't heard any music for like an hour walking around the mission at night i was like this is weird yeah seems weird well 16th and valencia is you know like a signature uh, busking spot and I haven't seen anyone play there in a while right well because it seems like it's changing a little bit right like there's less live music yeah a lot of these artists are getting and musicians are getting uh, displaced with the uh, you know it's compounding you could say yeah it's just the rent price but there's so many different factors um, but we could we could do it I don't know <laughs> I think uh, the six month going to New York for six months sounds so fucking awesome yeah I'm just like <laughs> that fun. sounds cool I if it didn't have this, I guess it's expensive, but it's the best deal in town, right? Anybody out there too could relate. It's like, yeah, the place that you're living in now that you've been in for three years is expensive, but you're not going to be able to find anything like that. And if, you know, it's going to be less, you're going to be paying more for less basically. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm at with my place. Like this place is, I don't know. It doesn't, it's, you wouldn't even, Yeah. I gotta have you guys come over and play a show there sometime. I don't know. Have you guys gotten much into the open mic scene at all? I've done that a few times. I could see that. That'd be pretty fun. I don't know. We uh, so every time that I, you know, because I was gonna do it like once a month, but I didn't want to do the same thing every month. I didn't want to like. I think they just get boring, right? We're just doing the same thing. So one time I did have an open mic, so I had a featured act, and then had an um, an open mic so people could sign up. Um, that was pretty fun. So I try not to encourage people to drink. So the last one that I had was the Gothic hot chocolate party. <laughs> so what it is like, and you know, we were talking about the whole question we housed and mm. people are on the streets for different reasons. And I feel like, you know, alcohol and drugs, and mm. I feel like that's all self-medication mm. for, for something else. So I, there's a lot of reasons why, I mean, like, I also don't want to encourage people to get slammed in my place, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, to this point now, um, when I'm like in my early 30s, I feel like people got a pretty good head on their shoulders. And for the most part, like the first um, the first time I had a little that little house show, and there's going to be more and more of this. I'm not talking about just my place, but that's starting to happen more and more. Um, there's a, a place called, was it Twin Sheiks? I don't know if you can start. Yeah, I'll tell you guys. Hmm. Yeah, so I am super pumped for the show uh tomorrow um i mean ocean ale house is signature i mean they got some really good food too yeah, like there's been some times i'm like i didn't burgers. even have i didn't even have the munchies either i literally was just it was good <laughs> it was literally just good food yeah yeah 
So seven o'clock tomorrow. Yes, sir. It's gonna be fun. Yes. Yeah. Did you wanna did you wanna play a song, huh? Mm-hmm. Song oh, yeah. to play live. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna be able to catch Stephanie Woodford um tomorrow at seven o'clock. Yep. At Ocean Ale House. Yep. There's gonna be food. There's gonna be live music. You thoroughly get a good seat. If you if you feel like standing up, then that's on you. I think but. I'm gonna be there too. Hey. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there. Yeah. So, uh, gosh. And what is it? You played Tuesday nights. Where is that? Zingari uh, restaurant. Zingari. Oh, sweet. Okay. And where is that? That is on Mason and Post. <gasps> that is downtown. <laughs> downtown. <laughs> Oh gosh! I mean, they come with all these names for these different neighborhoods. At one point, there was somebody when I was in the neighborhood. They lived on Post and Mason. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm living in the trendy knob." The trendy <laughs> like, What the heck is going on here? You know? Mm. Yeah, I'm just looking for that. Where is? Yeah, and um, you know, Union Square too is a, is a fun place to busk. Um, Man, I've been I've been having trouble making any money there. I was busking there on Monday. We no, didn't even make it. We made like one dollar. Depends on the spot, literally. Like, got to find a good spot there. It's not. I feel like it's just not a busking culture in SF anymore. I don't think. Yeah. What is the best like busking situation that you've come across in the city? Like, it was it like a just a surreal experience? Like, oh my god, this person just totally just. Gave me their whole wallet. <laughs> probably, um, probably what Stephanie does at the farmers market. Yeah, those are pretty. Those are, yeah, those are pretty good. People are pretty generous there too, and they're they're conscious, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. This was such a fun time. Oh yeah. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow at Ocean Ale House at seven o'clock. Looking forward to it. I'll make sure to get there early so I get a uh, plenty of seating. Dope. All right. All right. All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.
Hello, John. It was a pleasure speaking with you last night. As we discussed... <laughs> you reaching out to me is 100% confidential and attorney-client privileged. On a lighter note, I took a poll in regards to what someone's mom liking your Instagram photo means. 100% of owners said that if mom likes your photo, that it's a sign of approval. Which is certainly the way that I took it. So according to this, your mother approves of me. Which is pretty adorable. As far as your sister goes, she was talking to me about everyone in her circle. And it was clear that she wanted my candies from the beginning. This made the seven dwarves very jealous. I mentioned nothing about liking your sister, but had people rushing at me by the threes, saying that they heard all about me. Your sister also got obsessed with some original material I composed, which didn't make the seven dwarves feel any better. Whenever your sister's in, it's not working out. We're not getting any younger. I'll be good to Snow White. I want you and your mom to know this much. I'm also not a wimp and can protect her from a giant bear if needed. Hope she puts on her big girl panties soon. It doesn't get any sweeter than this.
You're listening to the New Balance Breakfast podcast at Mutiny Radio. I'm your one of your hosts, Stefan Aronson. I'm joined here with my other hosts. Uh, I'm Jason from Great Highway, and I'm here with... Corey from Silence No Good. And we've brought in a special musical guest for your pleasure, for your ears to enjoy for this uh, evening. Uh, we're joined here with Sam Johnson. Hello, world. Hello, world. This is our um, first recording. We're very excited about it. Uh, it'll be an ongoing show. We'll be here every other Sunday from... These things just took over me. Just took over my whole body. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can on the go, San Francisco Mutiny Radio, San Francisco Mutiny Radio, MutinyRadio.fm, why not make a donation, MutinyRadio.fm, streaming live the station, MutinyRadio.fm, District of the Mission, MutinyRadio.fm, MutinyRadio.fm, listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material when I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. I'm a freeway. Good I am a total Colonel Blake, Henry, yeah, Charlie here, yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. 
Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at 
www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Shit, Mutiny Radio.fm. It's the happy hour here every Friday from 6 to 8. Guest hosted tonight by the very special, the very amazing everybody. 